0: welcome to crab takes and football that's what this podcast does i'm tk joined by andrew holly we are entering the dog days of august as uh training camp continues preseason game two looms the ravens kept their preseason winning streak alive a lot to talk about looking back and looking forward to the rest of training camp Holly, how
1: we doing man I'm doing fantastic. You know, I've got to say, TK, I was having this conversation with a with a friend of mine. It's, it's very possible that this could be one of the best sports times of my life right now. Because we've got the Orioles who are, you know, not that I expect them to go in the World Series or something like that. But just the fact that they are back being competitive they're fun to watch it's exciting it's it's, it appears to suddenly be a well-run organization and then of course we're in training camp for the ravens and they've obviously proven themselves over their the the history of the team to be a well-run organization but we're also should theoretically be competitive this year so it is time to uh walk around With our uh, shoulders back, heads hanging high, and feeling good about being a Baltimore sports fan. I'll tell you what.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and the the new uh, MLB pipeline prospect rankings just came out. We got the number two and the number four prospects in all of baseball. Gunnar Henderson and Grayson Rodriguez. And Rodriguez has been throwing again after his injury. And, you know, that's awesome news. Uh, Kind of a weird... Debut for DL Hall. I think there's some weird circumstances around it that I didn't love. Um, But, you know, he's going to be awesome uh, in whatever role they find for him when they call him back up. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Orioles are so fun. Uh, I like I love Jorge Mateo so much. He's good, man. I know I know that the that the farm system is stacked with some infielders. But uh, he seems to have a, a, quite a unique value with his athleticism yeah. and like really yeah,
1: the speed really sets him apart. It's, yeah, and if he, I mean, honestly, if if he can be any bit of the hitter he's been over the last month mm-hmm. consistently, I mean, gosh, yep. you've got. You've got certainly an all-star shortstop. His defense is phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I mean, you start to look at some of these players and obviously this is a Ravens podcast, we're not going to delve into the Orioles too much here, but you know, you look at the you look at the future of this team and as you said, there's so many players that are stacked both in the infield and the outfield. You know, as as fun as this team is right now, 2 years from now outside of Rushman, I I don't know if these guys are still going to be around, but I, it's not because we're like training guys away because we suck. It's gonna be because the guys coming up behind them right now in the minors are legit. So yeah. It, it's really gonna be fun here in uh in in the multi bird land uh for the next few years
0: for the sure. Multi birds. Yeah. That's uh you know, I, I learned something really interesting about Jorge Mateo today that back so he's only twenty seven years old and like I guess for actually, that's players.
1: older than I thought. That's actually older. yeah.
0: He's he's been in the minors for a while, yeah. stuck behind uh, unfortunately some superstars. But um, I saw a tweet earlier today that, that that said back in 2016, Jorge Mateo was the Yankees' number one prospect over Aaron Judge. So like that yeah. that kind of just shows you yeah. like how he's regarded. He's um, been
1: trained multiple times, like you said, right. getting behind people or was never able to get hot enough to get a chance. And, you know, the bat was always really raw and just, he had never had time to really develop against major league pitching and, and the Orioles gave him that chance. And, and it's great to see somebody really, you know, taking advantage of that. Normally we get the guys like the, the Urias of the world, you know, but you know, Jorge Mateo is actually like a legit you know, all-star level player. You know, so. yeah, he's he's got that
0: talent for sure. He's got all the tools, and he, he like he's just so fun to watch. And, and yes, you know, like the double play he turned the other night to end uh. the game was like, I, I mean, I I used to play middle infield for about twenty years, uh, and he made that look so easy, like a little middle hop to his backhand side, and like a, a perfect feed to second base. I mean. Major leagues or not, like that was not an easy play, and he made no. it look so routine. Uh, man, Yeah, I could, I could go on and on, but here's
1: yeah, really cool. It, it's so exciting here, and, and just as an aside, because we're talking about good teams, and it's sort of as a Baltimore connection because they played here a few weeks back, but I'm also an Arsenal fan, and they also have started the season off really well, and they're suddenly – a seemingly well-run organization, which that blows my mind. So I'm like getting the tri hitting the trifecta right now, TJ. Yeah. Pretty exciting.
0: Pretty good. Put put a future in on whoever your favorite basketball team ha- happens exactly. to be. Exactly. I need to start thinking. I don't have an
1: NBA <laughs> squad or a hockey squad. I may have to start thinking about that. It could be the year the year of Holly coming up here.
0: Oh man, what a year that would be. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we talked about the the birds in Camden Yards, but let's go across the street. Um, to m t Bank and, and get back to our usual subject matter. Um, like I said, the Ravens won. Uh, they beat the Titans. Uh, the streak continues. The streak continues. Maybe not the same level of fired up that I would have been in, in other situations beating the Titans. But I think there was a lot of good uh, that came out of that preseason game and, uh, you know, a ton of starter set, which I think is pretty expected. Um but that gave a lot of young players a lot of reps, uh, and we saw some really, really good things from several guys. So why don't we talk about that that first? You know, whoever stood out to us, either good or bad, maybe even, and you know let's talk about the news that's happened since then and and certain guys that we're looking at in this uh in this game against Arizona on Sunday. So you know, let's start on the offense um, there were a couple. Easy ones uh, to notice. And I think the easiest place to start is with
1: Isaiah Likely. I mean, that's a likely place to start. And we're going to have so much fun using that. I mean, how dumb is More that? More
0: than likely. Yeah,
1: after. The, oh, hey! Oh, my <laughs> lord. We, I'm uh, in we, on it. <laughs> you Likely could go on and on. It just... And in, in, in ad nauseum, obviously, as we're probably going to. But look, we talked about this after after he was drafted. He is a guy that just is able to get open. His hands, I mean, holy lord, this guy is a player. It, it, putting him with Mark Andrews in that offense with Rashad Bateman, I mean, look out. That's the those are the three receivers I want on the field at all times.
0: Yeah, so two things really stood out to me. The the first was his first catch on third down. It was a third and short, you know, he came out and he was able to shake two defenders that had two different angles on him uh with, with a couple moves back and forth. And um the tight ends generally don't move that way. You know, that's a that's a quarterback move, that's a running back move, that's a wide receiver move, but that's um that doesn't happen. And and that was I think really nice, but it should not be taken for granted because uh, he definitely caught those Titans players by surprise. But you know that kind of lateral ability.
1: Yeah, that is, is pretty. Yeah,
0: suddenness is wow, pretty. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty special. The other play that I really liked was that diving. Uh, I think they had to review it yep. um, for, for it to be a catch, but to get his hands under the ball in that situation uh, to help out Huntley, uh, who, who was awesome, by the way. Uh, I really yeah. love the way that he played. But he, to get his hands under that, be there for another first down conversion is exactly what you want a tight end to do. And, and to be able to go down to the ground like that is definitely something that Mark Andrews is really good at. Um, but to have another guy that's really capable on third downs it, it is a is a huge huge victory for for that
1: Ravens draft. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, you said it well. I mean, he mm-hmm. he he was one of my favorite players coming out of the draft, and he may be one of our favorite Ravens players on the team moving forward. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, two holding penalties suck. But yeah, I am not. Uh, Look, I I'm mean, not too concerned.
1: No, I, I mean, as the, I think they even said it on the broadcast. Absolutely, as advertised, he can get open, fantastic receiver, all of that, and yeah, you know, he can't really block. You know that's You know that's that's the that's the mo. And yeah, he's gonna have to work on that. I mean, and and just like. Like, again, on the broadcast where Rod Woodson was saying, you know, you got to get your hands inside on the block, not outside. They're going to see you grab it, you know. So it's all the little techniques that he will learn. Andrews learned he was not a great blocker as a rookie, you know. So the difference is going to be that as a rookie, we actually needed Mark Andrews to kind of be the lead dog, you know, by the end of that season as far as our tight ends went. And in and in in likely's case, he can probably benefit off the fact that he's not really our lead dog, and that's that's because Mark Andrews will be on the field at the same time. Right, and and you know,
0: in that same vein, it's very unlikely that uh, well, I didn't even do that one on purpose. It to double team two tight ends while you also have Rashad Bateman on the field is going to be nearly impossible for, for defenses. And I'm not, I'm not saying that likely is going to immediately demand double teams, but he does have the ability to make you pay one-on-one. So, yeah, um, you know, he can go up and get it. He can go down on the ground. He can, he can make you miss uh, and and convert first down. So, you know, I I was really impressed. I'm not concerned about the holding calls. I mean, he'll get better at that. It's fine. Uh, And you know what?
1: Don't also discount the effect it has on the running backs, because if we we run, you know, if we run that two tight end set with Rashad Bateman, you've still got Ricard and whoever we decide to put at running back back there. Ricard certainly proved himself to be a capable receiver out of the backfield last season. Obviously, he can also block as we want him to. We want to get somebody like J.K. Dobbins more into the into the uh, passing game, just all of the attention that likely may start getting along with Mark Andrews, that should just open up so many more possibilities for so many other things. So yep. it, could get, it could get pretty exciting with that addition.
0: Right. Absolutely. So let's stick with the pass catchers. Uh, we had two, two, in my mind, wide receivers uh, that kind of stood out. Of course, Shamar Bridges had the big plays, he had the touchdowns, he had the long um the reception uh, along the sideline i thought he re- looked really good he he does kind of fit a body type that is not in the ravens r- wide receiver room with you know a, a little bit more size um he doesn't run like a huge guy i thought he looked like pretty smooth um you know not not it's what you expect from a huge wide receiver yeah
1: i'm surprised he was a rookie free agent i mean obviously he was you know fort valley state whatever you know but i'm still surprised because as you said he's a he appears to be a pretty smooth runner he's you know high tipping balls isn't that what you am i saying that right high point you know high pointing balls yeah um you know it's Pretty unbelievable. I mean, he looked—he looked like a veteran wide receiver. He didn't look like a guy that was a, you know, undrafted free agent coming in to compete. I mean, am I wrong? He just—he just looked pretty, pretty darn comfortable out there.
0: Yeah, and you know, I'm—I'm I'm not going to pretend like I was very familiar with the guys that the Titans ran out there. Um, well, but, and that's very fair. Yeah, but still, I mean, it—it's still production. And in a game situation. So he's not just a practice guy. You know, he, he made it happen yeah. on multiple occasions. The other guy I was pretty impressed with was, was Makai Polk. And and he had some uh, detractors coming out of that air raid offense at Mississippi State. You know, he doesn't run all these different types of routes in college, but I um I was pretty impressed. He he was another guy that showed some really good hands, I thought. You know, he he had some nice separation. And and um, you know he stood out too. So if if the Ravens are carrying five just five wide receivers, I think some of these guys at the at the bottom of that list are gonna make it kind of a tough decision.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, even I would add Benjamin Victor. You know, he mm-hmm. looked solid. He had several catches on the outside. Um, and and one name that you have to say probably might have some slight concern next to his name would be tylen Wallace I'll be honest with you I mean I don't know mm, that yeah. I and and look I'm not saying I mean at this point I think he makes the team as long as he's healthy but I also don't know that he's necessarily a lock especially if the Ravens out a veteran he's out I don't see how tylen Wallace makes the team if we add a veteran wide receiver
0: yeah, it, it's really interesting, and, and unfortunately, he had that knee injury on the end-around play. Yeah, uh, that, that you know on this podcast, Christian special. The Chris Moore <clears throat> special. Um, so you know, speaking of, of veteran wide receivers, Chris Moore is available uh, if you, if you'd be interested in bringing him back. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. I think you know, just being a second-year player, I think they I think they took him in the fourth round. Like that would be a pretty short leash. For fourth rounder, I feel that you know they they seem to like quite a bit. I just uh, I'm, I'm concerned that uh, you know he hasn't really stood out at practice. I guess haven't seen too many like reports about him, and uh, you know may, maybe maybe a little bit uneasiness there on the on the Tylen Wallace front.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably probably a, a good way of putting it. You know, I don't know that you'd necessarily call him firmly on the bubble, but I would say his roster spot may have some unease to it. You know, it's it's definitely uh definitely maybe starting to get a little hot on that seat for uh Tylan Wallace. Yeah, for
0: sure. A- any other uh pass catchers to talk about before we we move it back to um not really i mean
1: i will say i mean i know that you know as as i forget if we talked about it or not that lamar is not going to play this week you know but i do really want to see our other wide receivers on the field and healthy you know i think i get why it would look better for us to have a veteran wide receiver on this team i do at the same time with the current way that The team is built i kind of like our receiving core and maybe i'll look back at that statement and i'm an idiot but uh, there's just something i like about these guys and i want to see them finally get a chance um but that said i don't know i it, it may it may be something the ravens have to do to go out and get a wide receiver
0: It's certainly possible. Um, I just have a tough time figuring out who that would be. Um, Maybe it's a camp cut. Agreed. And and that's the
1: key. Right now, I don't think there's anybody that fits, but there could be a camp cut that changes that completely.
0: Yeah. Um, As of now, as a free agent, I think my favorite name is T.Y. Hilton. But again, you know he's he's out there for a reason, and I'm not sure if um, you know coming to this particular situation if if he's if he's really picking his spots. I'm not sure that coming to this particular situation is uh, what he's looking for. So
1: the last place T. Y. Hilton wants to come is here.
0: Yeah. So if,
1: if if we're not if we're not drawing up plays for Hollywood, which is why Hollywood left basically. I mean, in a nice way. I mean, I like the way he put it, quite frankly, that's not a knock on Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if Hollywood's frustrated because he's not involved, you know, T.Y. Hilton's a guy that's going to want to be involved, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's not coming here just to run routes. So, uh, yeah, I guess we, we can talk about the Hollywood thing a little bit later. I, it's an interesting, interesting situation there. But, uh, yeah, we can talk about that later. Let's, I'm interested to go to the running backs, um, because we had Nate McCrary rip a nice run, um, you know, which he, which he seems to be fairly good at in the preseason.
1: Yeah. Welcome the back other, to, your, to your, uh, your uh your moment, Nate McCrary. The other guy that I thought looked pretty good was Justice Hill. And I know that He did. I, I'll fan. give him that. I'll give him that. Justice Hill looked all right and, and good for him, quite frankly, you know, because he needs it. Um, I will say, too, though, that that new guy we've got is pretty darn good, too. Um, Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis. I kind of liked his power, man. I didn't see enough of Tyler Beatty. I wanted to see more of mm. him. Um, I don't know if he just wasn't used as much when he was on the field. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked what Mike Davis brings to the table. I'd like us to keep him as a you know special team. I'm assuming he's a good special teams player just because that would be seemingly you'd think who we would pick up. But I, I really, I dig that guy, man. I, I hope we don't cut him. I don't know where he fits, but I like him.
0: Yeah, you never know if if, if Gus Edwards starts the year on the the physically unable to perform list, that does open up a spot. And, yeah, that's um, true. You know, at least for a few weeks, and then you kind of figure out where you go from there. and, and Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly. Out. They haven't really been specific on his timeline. I think they've, they've just said that he's on track, uh, but nobody really knows what that track is. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so... it's going to be interesting to see when exactly they start to rev him back up. But I, I think, I do agree. I think having a guy like Mike Davis, a a more veteran guy certainly helps. We had JK Dobbins returning to practice and um, ramping his way back up. I think I've read that Harbaugh said, you know, there was quite a bit of fatigue with the knee and stuff like that, which is expected, but um, you know, it's, clear that you know he's at least good to practice but maybe not yet uh, good to play but hopefully by week 1 he's uh, he's ready to rock let's uh i guess we mentioned Tyler Huntley we can we can talk about him a little bit 16 for 18 over 100 yards and a touchdown no real like bad mistakes i think certainly his experience starting games last year uh, you know, help them out quite a bit. Um, but you know, he, he again, I'm happy he's our, he's our backup. Yeah, no um, doubt. You know, n- nothing more than that. I think there's some been some conversations about like, does he, does Huntley give the
1: Ravens leverage over Lamar? That's and, the uh, dumbest thing I've ever no, heard yeah, no, he, he doesn't. I'm glad he's around. I mean, he's, you know, everyone needs their Frank Reich to their Jim Kelly. I mean, yeah. But uh, but anyway, you yeah. know yeah, the other did, guys did. like to talk about it. I think it was Anthony Brown. Yeah, he looked pretty he, good. He did look pretty good. I'll be honest with you, and so did Brett Hundley, who we've already cut. But you know, both both of those guys actually looked okay to me. Um, now Hundley's an eight-year vet, I guess, so whatever. Yeah but um Anthony Brown looked real good. I was real happy with that. So hopefully we kind of keep him around. We don't always keep a third quarterback, but maybe maybe we do. Yeah, I would love to
0: to have him on a practice squad. I think he had definitely has enough talent for that, but I do wonder if uh, another AFC rival picks him up to to be like a scout team. Oh god. Lamar. Yeah. yeah. You know. Because somebody always does something like that, and it's never – I mean, it's never really the real thing, but they they try. Sounds like a Cleveland move. Cleveland, yeah, yeah, somebody like that. Kansas City, trying to be smart. You never know. But, I mean, I I thought he looked pretty good. I I was pretty impressed. Um, You know, he, he did play at Oregon, which, you know, you can't be bad and play at Oregon. Especially quarterback, the way that yeah. they require their quarterbacks to play, but um, yeah, I was pretty impressed. Um, let's see, let's let's kick it into the offensive line. We had a couple interesting things happen, uh, happen there. Left guard, there was a nice little rotation going on. So let's let's jump into that real quick and you know, our our. our Kryptonite on this podcast is trying to figure out what's going on at left guard.
1: Yeah, I may not even say anything about the guard position and just let you talk about it and then we'll we'll move on because I, I have no, nothing I say is obviously going to be correct about the guard position. I'll well, just say <laughs> so I'll just, right, I'll, I'll just, I'll
0: just talk about the players themselves and not make a prediction or anything like that. Um, so as Powers, who got the start, um, which I think makes sense based on what we were able to read and hear sure. uh, during during the practices yeah, leading up. To, not a surprise. Leading up to training. Right. Right. Um, I think Tyree Phillips did some nice things at left guard. He he had a key pull and seal block on the Mike Davis touchdown run. And I thought that was really nice. It was, it was a really nice play by him to get there.
1: And, you know, then, I, he constantly reminds me of Michael Orr. He does. Things. Yes, absolutely. It, Seventy four so yes. weird. And when he and I'm like, Oh, is that wait a minute, who is that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, that's Tyree Phillips. I, I, I always think it's Michael Orr. It is the oddest thing in the world. Oddest.
0: Well, yeah, I I I feel like they like run similarly as
1: yeah, well. there's something about because I don't even know that it's necessarily that their body type is the same, but there's mm, some kind yeah. of there's something about it with the way the, the way he moves. You're
0: yeah, because yeah, it, I, I absolutely uh. agree. Anyway,
1: side. I um
0: Yeah, I think I think the the Phillips at left tackle experiment needs to end. Uh, I think he's a guard. A guard. Um, yes. Agreed. And the last guy, Ben Cleveland, he played a little bit of left guard. He also played a little bit of right guard. And I was kind of liking what I was seeing from him. You know, he had a couple mean run blocks. I didn't really notice any um, pass block uh, losses from him. You know, he was doing a little bit of pulling. He was doing finishing. He was finishing people. I uh, I liked what I saw from him. And, and based on him not condition- like not passing the conditioning tests and then not really standing out in practice. You know, maybe he's just a gamer. Uh, you know, well, I, I
1: know. And, and that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, well, by the way, I, I'm just I'm just doing a quick scan of the weight classes here listed on the Ravens website on the roster because he is listed at 370, which Ooh. holy crap, dude, that's that's massive. And I know he's he's he doesn't look that big. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't I know he's he's massive. I'm not trying to say he's small, but it's not like I didn't think he was four hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, holy are you crap. talking about Ben Cleveland or Tyree Phillips? No, Ben Cleveland. Three seventy? He's listed at three seventy. They have Daniel Philele at three eighty. And we've got unless I unless I was reading it wrong, let me scroll back up. See. Yeah, Ben Cleveland, six six three seventy. Tyree Phillips is listed at 324.
0: All right, something's up. I'm not sure if I believe that. Dude, that's wild, man. That's if crazy. That,
1: that's true. That's wild. I mean, Michael Pierce is 355.
0: And, yeah, Michael Pierce might be the largest human I've ever seen. <laughs> and at, well, except, except for Philly.
1: Because, holy crap. Yeah ben, yeah, ben Cleveland and Philele. Oh, my God.
0: My goodness, 370 is unreal. Uh, but speaking of Philele, I thought he looked pretty good, too. He got yeah, a start absolutely. at right tackle. He played a lot, he which did. I think is a really good sign because one of the things we were concerned about with him was the conditioning yeah, and and the mobility and, and things like that. And and showing that game one, he can he can play that much and be effective and not really have any bad losses – yeah. And you know, competition, whatever. But like, you know, he he was holding his own, and and I'm I'm impressed.
1: I love how deep our offensive line, especially at tackle, could potentially be because I think Jawan James also looked okay. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Um, you know, there he they did nothing wrong. Let's 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 put it that way. That I don't think the tackles did anything wrong that was glaring or made you go, "Oh my god, I hope." we we really need Stanley to be healthy you know i mean not that we don't but you know it wasn't it, there weren't those moments of you know deer in the headlights going oh my god what do we have here so that that's makes you feel at least a little bit good going to sleep at night that you've got those guys backing up our 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 starters
0: yeah for sure, and it's preseason game one, and you know they're not facing premier edge rushers Plus, and sure. whatever yeah i i I get all that caveats but, all over the place, but right, but for a rookie fourth rounder and a guy who hasn't played in years, they were
1: pretty good i yeah. I will not take anything away from them that was yeah.
0: that was a good performance by both starting tackles, you
1: know for guys that we we want to be able to count on for you know, say a game or two you know mm-hmm. that's that's pretty they're pretty important
0: yeah absolutely I, I i completely agree so maybe let's flip it over to the defense and and talk about some of the guys you you had your eyes on some of the
1: guys in the secondary I mean, we have to start with with our man, is it Pepe or Pepe, whatever it is, Williams, Damarian Williams. Oh, my gosh, dude, I really like this guy quite a bit. I mean, we, we heard him about him a lot after the draft. We heard him about him. We heard him about him. We heard about him in training camp so far, and he... He, he really stood out. I mean, obviously, he could have taken, I think, a pick to the house early in the game and, and kind of dropped looked it. Looked pretty bad dropping it. But um, and I admit it made me a little nervous when then he went back to the guy we want to go. But he actually looked pretty darn good returning punts, too. So mm-hmm. he he just looked like a guy that is going to get some minutes and and should uh, should potentially, you know, could perform for us this year as a rookie. Yeah, for
0: sure. He played He played some outside corner. He played inside. Uh, he undercut that pass really nicely, defended it well, just uh, didn't catch it. Um, you know, he's a punt returner, so any versatility for sure. He'll, he'll be a special teamer uh, for sure. I think he looks like a hard-nosed player. Um, also in the secondary, I think we need to talk about Geno Stone making this team uh, – I think every time he's gotten an opportunity, he's been at a minimum solid, and he looked really good, really decisive uh, during the game. He he had that tackle for a loss. He had the interception. Um, he's a
1: he's hey, a really good Harry, depth. Yeah, he's he's another guy that he steps up in the preseason. Mm-hmm. It was like he was made for these games,
0: right? And and let's uh, you know, I think. I think we need to talk about Kyle Hamilton as well. What were your initial thoughts?
1: There were, uh, it, it was, the 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 missed tackle was bad. Which one? On uh, the quarterback, I think. Was it the quarterback?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it, look. I keep having to think, okay, maybe this guy's... I mean, look, he's 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 a pretty good running quarterback. He's athletic. Maybe he just does what Lamar does to people. And, hey, that happens. Is what it is. Also, it's preseason. It's his first preseason game, NFL, all that jazz. Is it something you want to see your first-round pick who's... Talked about as being one of the biggest steals and a transcendent player, and blah, 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 blah. We we're talking about how he's going to be the next Ed Reed. Is that what we typically want to see? No. But he also had that crazy sideline run again, where his straight line speed and crazy angles, they're nuts. Um, so I I don't know. I think you know he's gotta have to learn he's gonna have to learn some things about the NFL. I don't think he ever had a sack in college, right? So I mean there's there's some stuff probably about rushing the passer he may need to still learn. Um so I mean he he might be a little bit more of a work in progress than maybe we were expecting right off the bat. Am I worried about it. No, I'm not worried about it, but I can say that coming away from the small sample size we have, and I know we'll get to him in a minute, but I would say that Travis Jones is the future of the Ravens defense, not Kyle Hamilton. Oh my gosh. I, I
0: like, cannot believe you said that. I, uh, Travis Jones really impressed me, but As far as Kyle Kyle Hamilton goes, the sense that I got was that you mentioned the angles and you mentioned the speed. I just felt like the angles were a little too aggressive. Um, And I know that's kind of his game is like closing and, and being physical and things like that. But, you know, they always talk about adjusting to the NFL speed. And sometimes those angles just don't work in the NFL. And the angle that he took and not breaking down on Malik Willis didn't work. And he looked really bad. Yeah. But you mentioned that, you know, coming over to the sideline to to force Willis out of bounds. He came over from the middle of the end zone over to the sideline to, you know, limit him to like a four-yard gain or oh, something it was like silly. that.
1: It was silly. And,
0: and yeah, of course there were other defenders there, but seeing Hamilton coming certainly changed Willis's mind into just stepping out of bounds. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think that adjustment, that speed adjustment, that angle adjustment on that play kind of signaled to me that he had already adjusted, that he had already understood that, like, okay, like, I need to back off a little bit but still be my usual aggressive self. I think it was a change from over aggressive to appropriately aggressive in, in that one play. And I think we can expect a lot better from him almost immediately in in this game on, on, in, on Sunday, uh, against Arizona. I think he'll look a lot better just getting that first game under his belt. You know, he did have the fumble recovery, which is great to see from your safety being around the ball. Um, so it's certainly not all bad from Hamilton. I think it required a little bit of adjustment and he adjusted. I I you know Yeah, that I, mean, one play I don't let me that it that this way. Adjusted. I
1: don't I don't mean to come off like I hate Kyle Hamilton or something like that. If I if I came off that strong, I, I certainly didn't mean to. With my my point about Travis Jones is more just about how good Travis Jones looked.
0: Oh my, yeah. He looked awesome.
1: In, in anything. I mean, I wasn't mm-hmm. I truly didn't mean that as you know, Kyle Hamilton sucks or something. I just mean, I I can see Kyle Hamilton being, you know, a Pro Bowl player who, you know, makes some mistakes occasionally that, that hurt us. Travis Jones looked more to me like that transcendent player that we heard about, at, at, you know, that everybody talked about Hamilton has after we drafted. So I guess that's that that would be my my criticism I guess if that makes any sense if if that's Mm -hmm. even if that's even a criticism I'm still calling him a pro bowl kind of player (laughs) I just didn't I just didn't see you know if you were going to look at like the players that we had on defense and go oh man who was the guy that is the man it was it was Travis Jones
0: yeah I mean Jones showed it in a lot of different ways too and like shedding blocks bull rushing he had he got outside and had the sack on Willis. I mean he did it in so many different ways yeah. that you just look at him and be like
1: this dude, guy his is awesome. Body, I mean he's a big dude but he's like well put together. It's not yeah. it's not like big fat
0: he's not big Michael big Pierce lineman.
1: No. He is he is a solid individual and like I I don't know man. He is I, I Look, I'm not going to say the guy in, in L.A. I'm not going to mention him and, and talk about that because that's a bit much. But I will go back to what I said earlier that Travis Jones, maybe he could be a defensive rookie of the year candidate. And I don't think that's crazy to say. I know there are a lot of big rookies that are out there this year. All the all the Georgia guys and everything else. But, dude, this is a great defense for him. And. Could be it could be exciting. He could be exactly what the Ravens need in the middle.
0: Yeah, if he can do like all the things that he showed were everything that you could want in an interior lineman. He's like collapsing the pocket from inside, you know, shedding interior blockers to stop the run, you know, stacking, you know, like stacking blocks to let linebackers make plays and. Chasing down quarterbacks outside the numbers, like I mean, I I really don't know what else you could ask <laughs> from yeah. from a defensive lineman. It's, I mean, he, he was splitting he was splitting offensive linemen. It, I mean, it was it was really impressive to see him and, and you know, your praise is well worthy on him uh, for that performance. So, he's he's looking like and he's gotten a lot of praise from yeah. the fellow vets uh, exactly. on that, that defensive line. And I line. think
1: that's where. I take more from that than from, you know, what I saw from the game. You know, the fact mm-hmm. going into that game, all we heard about was how good Travis Jones could be. And then for him to go out there and back it up and mend some is mm-hmm. really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, he was, he was very
0: good. Um, Definitely stood out in a very good way. Mm. Defensively, defensively, like the other guy that stood out to me, uh, good and bad, a little bit of good and bad was, was Malik Harrison. You know, he's somebody that needs to have, I, I think, a good camp. Not that he's he's likely to get cut, but I think the depth at the linebacker spot, both inside and outside, is so thin that they need him to be able to step in and play.
1: We really do. He's, he's he's extremely important, just as a body. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I think he's, for what, I, I shouldn't say that, because that I'm not trying to diminish what he can bring to the table, because he, he does have certainly a lot of aspects that, that we need from what he brings to the table. Do we need him to improve upon those? Certainly. Mm-hmm. But you know, but as you said, he kind of had a very hot and cold game. I mean, he went and uh, he he caused the fumble, right? But then he yeah. What, what did he do? And he missed the tackle. What was it? That, yeah, he was. Yeah, he he had an opportunity world. on one
0: of the long runs from yes. the running back, and and you know didn't convert.
1: Did he get stiff armed?
0: Yeah, he also got stiff armed. Um, yeah. I believe by Willis.
1: Yeah, it was by if, a- if I'm yeah, if I'm not mistaken. See, but. He looked pretty uh, beaten down after that stiff arm, too. If I if I recall correctly, he had his head down pretty good. Yeah, he was he was not. Ple- I think he knew that uh, he was going to hear it
0: in the yeah, film room. he was. But uh, ready to get fined. Um, <laughs> but it, it, but the good was there as well, which which yeah. is nice. Um, yep. which
1: is and I still sure. say I'd like to see him used more as an outside backer. Um, I. I just I don't know I I I think we need to explore more than just the inside backer with him and continue to rush him and and he's he's someone that I really loved obviously coming out of the draft for anyone that remembers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I still think he's a player that you know there's something there that we should be able to use I you know and I I still want to size it inside linebacker you know the that year before we drafted him. Getting bowled over by the Titans was just disgusting. So I still want that size there. Um, maybe he's not the long-term answer, but, you know, he's, he's certainly important to this season unless somehow we go out and get, you know, Roquan Smith or something like that, which I don't see how that can really happen. But, um, you know, he's, he's definitely important.
0: Yeah, certainly. And sticking with those outside linebackers, one more guy that was impressive was Stephen Means. Um, it looked really strange to have an
1: edge guy wearing number 60. So, uh, and I that, th- kept, yeah. kept expecting it to be, you know, McPhee in 90 with his dreads. Yeah. Kind of had yeah, he, that same body and everything. But mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. 60 as an outside backer was weird.
0: Yeah, but he was he was relentless. I mean, he he had This, yeah, I mean, he was he was involved very frequently. Uh Given the the lack of depth outside, you know, at, through one game, he's he's really putting himself in a good position to make the team.
1: Yeah, I really like him. He better make the team. I mean, I even if even if he's kind of tentative the next couple games, just that what he, he could potentially bring that he showed in my mind is too important not to not to keep or if I'm saying that right we have mm-hmm. to keep that on the roster because you know it we don't have it you know until until the Jabo can get healthy you know we just don't have that, enough of it and yeah. yeah yeah for sure
0: so I mean a lot a of, lot of good on both sides of the ball for sure and and it's and it's easy to say that when you have a fairly easy win and you know, if things go poorly in this next game, it'll be interesting to see which which one of these guys that we kind of you know, start yeah, to waver jinxed. on.
1: It'll be interesting to see who we jinxed. Probably right. De- one of guards. Probably definitely,
0: definitely the left guards are yeah. in trouble. Uh, but I I think there's a lot to look forward to. Like you said, in in this second game. Um, we have a lot of news since that first game, so maybe let's get to that first, and then we'll talk about what we're looking who who we're looking for to maybe do a little bit more in in week two of the preseason. But we've had a couple guys come back. We mentioned J.K. Dobbins before; he's been practicing. Um, he was back on the field um, today. We're here on Wednesday night, and of course, the huge news this week was the return of Marcus Peters from his ACL injury. So great to have both of them back. Um, Peters definitely bolsters that secondary. Who knows when he's going to be ready to play in a game? I would guess definitely not in a preseason game. But if it's week one, I, I think that's huge uh, to have him and Marlon Humphrey back on the field together. But that's huge. Um, and I think I'm missing one more thing that I can't quite remember. Maybe not.
1: Well, we can talk about Lamar. Do we want to talk about the Lamar contract situation? Yeah, sure. I feel like there's not really much of an update. It's, it's- well, I mean, as far as there, you know, there's allegedly now a deadline. and you know, first week of the season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know how how much that's really news based off what he said in the past. But yeah, you know, I mean, what do you what? How do you feel about this whole situation? Are you getting it all angsty about it? No, I don't think so. I think they'll get it done probably between the third and the
0: fourth or after either the third or the fourth preseason game. I think they'll just say like, all right, yeah, that's it. I don't want to worry about this anymore.
1: I mean, honestly, I'm not that concerned about it. I mean, I mostly my concern is mostly for Lamar, honestly, because I don't want to see. I mean, we saw what happened with Ronnie Stanley. Mm-hmm. God, he had signed that contract the week before he got hurt. Um, you know, so, I mean, for his sake, obviously not for the Ravens sake, but, you know, I I, I certainly don't want to see something unfortunate happen. That would be my only angst. Um, you know, as far as the Ravens go, I just find it funny that here we are in this situation again with our franchise quarterback where mm-hmm. he, you know, going into his final year. And if, if hopefully we, we repeat what we did in 2012, we're in that same situation where we've got to, got to pay Lamar like we paid Joe 10 years later. Um. So. Yeah.
0: That would, that, I mean, dude, if it means another ring, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's, uh, right. that's, that's fine it. by me. That right. would be a ridiculous coincidence.
1: Yeah. But uh, I like it. I mean, it worked well for us the last time. So I guess let's roll the dice. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I I think um, I I just get the feeling that they're going to get it done. Like, you know, I I don't think they would have mentioned a deadline without the inkling that they would meet that deadline.
1: I, I don't know. The difference is, though, the wild card in all of this is the fact that Lamar is his own agent yeah and i i mean god bless i i i'm not trying to say necessarily whether he should or not but that's the wild card i mean if there were you know i uh someone like a trying to think of a famous agent you know that you could count on that they would necessarily you, you just figure okay well they're going to be meeting you know you know the agent is going to have talks but is lamar doing that i mean it because he's i mean let's face it he's he's practicing all day you know he's got shit he's doing you know um i we can debate whether that's the right decision or not but is, is he working on the contract i mean i don't know i i just think it's, it's that's my only disconcerting part is that wild card, you know. Of you hope that the guy is gonna do right by himself.
0: Yeah, huh? he will. I think he's. Uh, yeah, I think he will. He's he's a fairly smart, and savvy guy. I think uh, he'll get it done.
1: I think so um, too. But he does have that crazy tattoo, man.
0: He does. <laughs> That is right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, again, he's
1: their own, but again, he's a wild card. A little bit did, of a wild card.
0: I did forget about that. <laughs> the uh yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I it, it's it's gonna work out. I'm I'm not <laughs> again, just just like Likely's holding stuff and Kyle Hamilton, I'm not concerned. Yeah. It's just
1: if these are the things we are worried about.
0: Yeah. I mean, imagine how yeah. good of an organization we have if that's what we're worried about and, and not um you know whatever is going down in 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 dc there um the other news from from training camp that has been a really good sign for me seems to be the sudden surge from marcus williams he is all of a sudden, you know, popping up and making a lot of plays, drawing a lot of attention. Uh, he had three interceptions in practice today. Uh, he he was he was mentioned a, a few times earlier this week as well, and and after a quiet start, he seems to be coming on. And maybe it's just like a settling in kind of thing, but it's definitely nice to see that uh, that that he's making himself and his presence known.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: Yep, and after Derwin James signed that huge contract today, you know, the Marcus Williams contract looks even better. Um, so, we'll, I mean, we'll see if he continues to produce at the level he was in New Orleans. But, you know, now we have Williams and Kyle Hamilton at uh, on contracts that are cheaper than, you know, the, the, cha- the, the most expensive safety in the league or ever. So, you know just good foresight by the front office,
1: I think. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, it's kind of a, like you said, it's fantastic to see. I also think it's probably what, what we'd want to, or what we'd expect to see, you know, for, for a veteran coming in finally kind of getting the gist of the defense and now you're starting to see him roll, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and making those plays. So yeah, it's uh it's great to see him starting to get in the headlines a little bit, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. So then let's look quickly forward to this week two game, as uh, the Ravens go and see Hollywood Brown down in Phoenix, and and take on the Cardinals. What do you? Who are you looking for? Um, anybody you want to see more out of? Anybody you want to see continue uh, their their good play?
1: I mean, I think everybody that we. We, uh, I don't think there's anyone I don't want to see, like, have have good play. Are we going to be haters now, man? I mean, are we, am I trying to call out people I don't want to see play well now? Come on. No, but in, in all seriousness, um, you know, I, I definitely want to continue to see the domination from Travis Jones. I mean, that's, that's something I want to see, you know, and along a similar vein to that conversation, you know, I want to see domination from Kyle Hamilton, you know, continue to see those electric, you know, angled, speed runs and you know maybe some smarter cleaner tackles in the end on some plays he should make you know um but again that's not a super criticism it was the first preseason game i'm not trying to be like Mm -hmm. really harsh um you know i i want to see pepe williams continue to play i want to see the wide receivers on the field i'm really hoping duvernay and proche can play because I think they are such major factors to this team and we need both of them to be worthy of the trust we're giving them. Um I think that's that's the key. I think, you know, most mostly and not even a lot of Ravens fans. There are only so many Ravens fans that have trust in Prochet and and DuVernay. You know, but it's it's their time. They need hit and I I really do trust both of them. Um, and, of course, it's also Bateman's time as well. I mean, he needs to be healthy and and perform. Um, I don't know if I necessarily need to see him in preseason as much as the other two. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that those are probably my main thoughts. And likely blocking a little bit better than he did the other day. Yeah, fair enough.
0: I think on offense, I would love to see Falele get more snaps. I know he's been banged up a little bit this week, so... Uh, status for Sunday is in question, but if he does go, I'd like to continue to see him get a lot of snaps um, and be clean. In the backfield, Tyler Beatty, I'd love to see a little bit more of him. Yes, um, you know, wasn't wasn't overall impressed with some of the reads he was making uh, on handoffs. I would love to get him the ball in some space. You know, throw it to him out of the backfield. You just get a little bit more out of yeah. him. Um, I would think that'd be nice.
1: Seen him get the carries. That we saw Mike Davis get um, I mean not that Actually I really liked Mike Davis So I don't want to try to you know, Take that away because I actually liked him Quite a bit after what we saw So I'm not that upset But you know maybe give Tyler Beatty those, those carries this week
0: mm-hmm. And can Shamar Bridges keep it up you know, you know, now,
1: now he's not a
0: Person that nobody's Ever said yeah. his name before in the NFL um, Can he do it again which which will be interesting to see. On defense, um, I I think you nailed the two guys, uh, Jones and Hamilton. Um, The other corners as well, you know, Daryl Worley had the interception. Um, You know, we kind of know what we have with him, but, you know, seeing what else we have available back there is going to be interesting to see. I, I wish... That uh, Jalen Armour Davis would be ready to play, but doesn't seem to be the case. I don't think so. You know, maybe I, maybe I won't get that until week three. But um, I think those are the guys for me. And um, Steve Means outside linebacker, we need some guys to step up there. Yeah, absolutely. that'd be great for for him for him to do that. And of course, Jordan
1: Stout, a pretty good
0: performance, I guess. You know.
1: Yeah. No, I I have absolutely zero concerns. I think that was one of yeah. our, one of our concerns going into training camp, you know, all that stuff. Okay, how's he gonna look holding and all that stuff? Oh, okay, great, we're good. Yep, have, oh, all good. No worries, and I think he hit like a 54 yard field goal in practice or something today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bombing
0: punts, pretty good.
1: You all know, right. yeah, for your punter to be hitting 54 yard field goals in practice with your field goal holding. Um, yeah, that, that's our fuel goal kicker rather holding, um, that's, uh, that's a good thing. Yep.
0: Yep. And Justin Tucker, number 94 on the top 100 list, I think
1: well-deserved.
0: Um, how,
1: let's many see, other, how many other Ravens top, top 100s will there be?
0: Probably just Lamar. I was going to say.
1: Well, Mark Andrews.
0: Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey actually you know now that we're getting up into like the 50s or whatever Marlon yeah, may not be up I don't there think
1: Marlon I don't think Marlon makes it he had a crappy yeah
0: year. yeah he, he did loved so Marlon maybe,
1: but he didn't have a great year last
0: year yeah so maybe just Lamar and and uh I think
1: Lamar and
0: Andrews yeah I can't think
1: of Yeah, Zeitler would have already been taken if he was on the list you know they'd already have mentioned him
0: yeah, I think uh, I think probably just those two, which is kind of yeah. surprising. Usually there there's a bunch peppered in, but um, soon,
1: right? Soon, yeah.
0: Soon we'll get Travis Jones, Kyle Hamilton, yeah, all those guys, Rashad Bateman,
1: yeah. Stanley will be back as the best left tackle in the league. Yeah, it's 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 all coming, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah,
0: I think I think that was it. That, that's all I wanted to cover today was there anything else or are we ready to sign off
1: no i think we're we're probably good to go for this week man yeah go for it well i mean shoot we we're we talked about it beforehand it's a good it's a good time to be a baltimore fan between the orioles and the ravens now coming in man we get to kick back watch some ravens football this weekend against the cards hollywood brown Well, you know what they say, if it's brown, flush it down. (laughs) Go Ravens!
0: Go Ravens. (laughs)